mentioned last week and the hadith we studied last week. Qal, he said, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mursaleen. So here, the messenger of Allah sallallahu he said, Inna Allah ta'ala tayyibun, that Allah, the most high, is tayyib. And for now we're going to uh, translate this as the pure one. We're going to go into some detail concerning this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Tayyib, At-Tayyib. La yaqbalu illa Tayyiba. And he doesn't accept, he doesn't ex- accept, accept that which is pure. Wa inna allaha amar al-mu'mineen bima amara bihil mursaleen. And Allah, he ordered the believers with that which he ordered the Mursaleen, the messengers with. فقال, and so he said, يعني Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said in the Quran, يَا أَيُّهَا الرُّسُلُ كُلُوا مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ وَعْمَلُوا صَالِحًا O messengers, كُلُوا مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ Eat from the pure things, وَعْمَلُوا صَالِحًا And work righteous deeds and righteous actions. وقال تعالى, Likewise, Allah subhanahu he said, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu kulu minat tayyibati ma razaqanakum. O you who believe, kulu minat tayyib, kulu min tayyibati ma razaqanakum. Eat from the pure things that we have provided you with. Thumma dhakar al-rajul yatilu al-safar, ash'atha aghbar, yamuddu yadayhi ila al-samaa, ya rab, ya rab, wa mat'amuhu haram, wa mashrabuhu haram, wa malbasuhu haram, وَغُذِيَ بِالْحَرَامِ فَأَنَّ يُسْتَجَابُ لِذَلِكَ أو أَنَّ فَأَنَّ يُسْتَجَابُ لَهُ نعم Then he mentioned the messenger of Allah وسلم, he mentioned a man upon a long journey أَشْعَثْ أَغْبَر who is disheveled his, يعني his hair is disheveled أَغْبَر covered in dust يَمُدُّ يَدَي he uh, puts out his hands uh, towards the uh, towards the sky. Ya Rab, Ya Rab, and he says, Ya Rab, Ya Rab, yani making dua. And he says, My Lord, my Lord. haram, and his food that he eats is haram. Wamashrabuhu haram, and that which he drinks is haram. Wamalbasuhu haram, and his clothes are haram. bil haram, and his nutrition, his nutrition is haram. فَأَنَّا يُسْتَجَابُ لَهُ And so how will his dua be answered? رواه Muslim. That hadith was recorded by Imam Muslim. As for the narrator, then we mentioned uh, something from the biography of Abu Hurairah رضي الله تعالى عنه last week in that ninth um, hadith. And that hadith was, does anyone remember? Hadith from last week. 
ممتاز ما ما نحيتكم عنه فاجتنبوه that which I have forbidden you from then stay away from it وما أمرتكم به فأتوا منه ما استطعتم the hadith that which I have forbidden you from then stay away from that and avoid that and that which I have commanded you with then come with that and do that as much as you are able to the end of the hadith who remembers the name of Abu Hurairah that was his kunya Abdurrahman ibn Sakhr al-Dawsi naam Abdurrahman ibn Sakhr al-Dawsi naam we mentioned last week something from his biography so there's no need for us to uh, mention that again. As for the saying of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Inna Allah Ta'ala Tayyibun La Yaqbalu Illa Tayyiba. Indeed, Allah, the Most High, is Tayyib. This shows to us that you look at that Tayyib is from the Asma of Allah, from the names of Allah. Tayyib is from the names of Allah. And the meaning of Tayyib is like the name Al-Quddus. Al-Quddus. And we translated it as the pure one. But to give some more detail to that, then uh, the scholars, they explain At-Tayyib as Munazzah min kulli naqs. Min kulli naqs. Wa min kulli aib. Yani Allah is free from every uh, deficiency, defect, and everything that is blameworthy. Now, Allah has, His attributes are perfect. His attributes are perfect. Completely perfect. Now, This is the meaning of free from all defects and from all. Uh, all things that are blameworthy. Naaman. All things that are deficient. And that which is well known is that the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are mushtaqqa. Mushtaqqa. Yani, uh, none of his names are jamid. None of his names are jamid. And jamid means that which is, yani, uh, uh, yani, solid or stagnant. Um, يعني this means that we're going to explain this. But when we say the names of Allah are مشتقه يعني derived from his sifat. Or يعني مشتقه يعني from every name from every name we can extract sifa. We can extract an, uh, an attribute. And every name points towards an attribute. And so, At-Tayyib يدل على At-Tayyib يعني The pure one points towards At-Tayyib يعني pure, being pure. Al-Jameel يدل على Al-Jamal يعني the beautiful one. It points towards يعني الجمال بيوتي الحكيم يدل على حكمة يعني the all wise it means or it points towards حكمة wisdom 
اللطيف يدل على اللطف اللطف يعني being generous being generous the all, the all generous and, and the most kind the all generous then it points towards the meaning of generous being generous والقوي قوة السميع السمع يعني the all hearing it, we can derive from that name the attribute of of hearing البصير البصر the all seeing we can derive from that name the uh, attribute of seeing نعم so كل كل اسم as the scholars they mentioned كل اسم يشتق منه صفة every name we can derive from every name an attribute however ولا يشتق من كل صفة اسم but, but not the other way يعني we, we can't derive a name from every صفة from every attribute so again from every name the names of Allah we can derive a sifa, an attribute however the other way around it's not the case yani we, 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 we don't derive the names from the sifat of Allah and from the sifat the from the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there are those sifat that are dhatiya uh, those attributes that are connected to his essence like al-yad uh, hand al-wajh face all of which have come in the Quran and names we we don't we don't we don't derive any names from these attributes from the attributes the sifat dhatiya we don't derive names Likewise, from the, from the attributes of Allah, there are those sifat fi'liyya. Those attributes that are yani, actions. That are actions. And so, al-istiwa. Ar-Rahmanu ala al-Arsh istawa. Seven places in the Quran where Allah mentions He made istiwa above the Arsh. Allah rose above uh, the throne. So from this from this attribute, and this is a sifa fi'liyya, then we don't derive a name. Likewise, al-kaid, makar, yani to, to plot, uh, then we don't derive a name from these, from these attributes. Now, and we mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His names are mushtaqah, yani that we uh, these names, they all uh, point towards a meaning. All point to, towards a meaning. Uh, as for that which has been ascribed to Allah by a uh, few, very few from the scholars, but they were wrong in that, such as Ibn Hazm, um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his names is Ad-Dahr. Ad-Dahr. Yani, Time. Dahr means time. And they took this from the hadith, wherein the hadith Qudsi, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, or the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa said, that Allah said, Yu'dhini ibn Adam. Yu'dhini ibn Adam. 
the son of Adam uh, harms me. Yasubu dahar He abuses time. Wa ana dahar And I am time. Biyadil amr Yani in my hand is the, is the command. Uqallibu al-layl wa nahar I alternate between the day, the, the night and the day. However, ad-dahr is the ism that is jamid. Yani it's a, it's a noun that, ha, that yani has the meaning towards something which is solid. Yani you, you can't derive from that something, yani uh, a meaning which is, uh, yani has in it, within it husn, yani uh, beauty or something that you can describe someone with. Naam. So, uh, the meaning here of ad-dahr, wa an ad-dahr, is that ana muqallibu ad-dahr, because the latter part of the hadith explains that. Uqallibu al-layl wa nahar I alternate between the day and the night. I alternate between the day and the night. So, ana ad-dahr, meaning I own the dahr. Ana malik ad-dahr. I own the dahr, the time, and I alternate between the day and the night. Now, so the, all, all the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala point towards meanings that are attributes. And just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a tayyib in his essence, in his that, in his, in his essence, and in his sifat, his attributes, and in his af'al, in his actions, and likewise he doesn't accept, he doesn't accept that which is not tayyib. وَلَا يَقْبَلْ وَلَا يَقْبَلْ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا he, he doesn't accept, accept that which is pure. Naam. And so, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't accept from the actions, whether they are aqwal, statements, or a'mala, or actions, or even makasib, or even earnings, your earnings, the wealth that you earn. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept those things from a person except that which is tayyiba, pure. And so those statements and actions that are pure are those statements and actions that are done purely for Allah. Yani, how can an action or how can you make sure that your actions are tayyiba and accepted and pure? Then, those actions and statements must be purely for Allah. And, in line with the sunnah, in line with the sharia. So for a person to make his statements, and his actions, and his makasib, and his earnings, and in order for that to be accepted from him, then he must make sure that they are pure. How does he make sure they are pure? By doing them purely for Allah, and in line with the sharia. And in line with the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah How does a person make his earnings pure? That is, that he, uh, he earns his wealth and tariq halal. That he earns his wealth in a halal, in a permissible manner. And, a, and that which is uh, halal. Now, لا يقبل إلا طيبا and so the one who gives in charity, the one who gives in charity with money that is haram, and it is not accepted, because it is not pure. 
It's not pure. The one who has money that is haram. He got the money from somewhere that is haram. Maybe he stole the money. Or, يعني he يعني deals with interest. Then, he gives in charity. That charity is not accepted. Because, لا يقبل إلا طيبة. And that is not طيبة. Now, but a question, that is that if a person, he uh, has some money which came from haram, but he wants to make hajj, is that accepted? Is that accepted? Hmm? Because the hadith mentions, لا يقبل الله إلا طيبة. In this matter, حقيقةً in reality, there is a difference of opinion. Yes, there are those. Imam Ahmad, he mentioned that it's not, it's not accepted. And this hadith is a proof for that. However, many of the scholars, they mention it is accepted. The hajj is accepted. However, he is sinful. And it suffices that hajj suffices him. You know, that hajj, that uh, obligation of hajj that he uh, has to carry out. Then it's accepted. The hajj is accepted. However, he is sinful. And he doesn't get that reward, that full reward. Likewise, the example that scholars they give, they, they give is one who prays with a thobe or a shirt that is stolen. He stole the shirt. He stole the thobe. And he prays in that thobe. His prayer is accepted. However, he is Sinful. However, he is sinful. So the prayer is accepted, meaning he is carried out that which is obligatory upon him, and that obligation drops. However, he is sinful. He is sinful. Now, لا يقبل, whenever we have in the ahadith, لا يقبل, then there are uh, some deep, there is some detail here. لا يقبل, يعني Allah doesn't accept. لا يقبل Allah. Either, either, it can mean ibtal al-amal, meaning that the action is rendered uh, futile, nullified. And it's not accepted at all, the action. Or ibtal al-thawab, or that the reward is, يعني, uh, is not present it's, and, and, and uh, it's, the person isn't rewarded for that action. So the first. Ippal al-amal, which means that the action is nullified, not accepted at all. And the second, there's no reward. Action is accepted, but there's no reward or deficiency in the reward. So an example of the first, and, and, and this shows us the importance of referring back to the scholars, because a person may read a hadith and think, لا يقبل الله, and he reads, لا يقبل الله, Allah doesn't accept so-and-so. And so he says to someone, Based on this hadith, Allah does not accept this. And it's haram and you, you, the action is not accepted. However, there's detail here. There's detail. Maybe the action is accepted. However, the, the, yani it is uh, void of any uh, reward. So an example of the first, where the action is not accepted. لا يقبل الله صلاة حائد إلا بخمار 
Now Allah doesn't accept the salah of the haid. Who's haid? Does anyone know the meaning of haid? A woman who's menstruating. Illa bikhimar. Except with the, the veil and the khimar. But the question here, the haid, the woman who's menstruating, she shouldn't be praying anyway. Right? So, yeah, we have a problem. Before you even talk about the iptal and, and the, the, the action, whether it's accepted or whether it, it, there's no reward, how do we deal with this? Because huh? salah can come with the meaning of dua, na'am. but no, it's not here, not in this case. Salah can come with the meaning of dua, na'am. but in this hadith, no, salah doesn't mean dua. Hmm? Because the high, the menstruating woman shouldn't be praying anyway. The answer to that is, is the meaning here is like Allah salat ha'id. Meaning a, 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 a woman who has reached that point of where she, yani she has started started her menstruation. Yani she's reached puberty. She's reached puberty. Not that she prays whilst being in the state of menstruation. But when she has reached puberty and her her mens her menses yani have have begun. Then, when it's time for her to pray, Allah will not accept her prayer, except with khimar. So here, the meaning of layak by Allah is, that the action is not accepted at all. Not accepted at all. Not, not the second type, where there's no reward. And similarly, layak by Allah, salati ahadikum, idha ahdath hatta yatawadda'a. Allah will not accept the prayer of any of any of you up until he yani if he breaks his wudu and he loses his wudu up until he performs wudu again and so again this is another example where the action is not accepted not accepted and it is yani nullified and it will not be accepted up until that condition is met because condition we find within the same hadith. Allah will not accept the prayer of the woman who's reached her, her menses. Hmm? Except with a khimar. So with that condition. So, so the action is not accepted, rejected, up until that condition is present. Likewise, Allah will not accept the prayer of a one who doesn't have wudu up until that condition is met. That condition of wudu. Now, so here, uh, in, in the likes of this, uh, the, or these hadith, the meaning is ibtal al amal. The action is uh, rejected and not accepted. An example of the second type where the action is accepted but there is no reward. Or there is no, a person isn't, isn't rewarded with the complete reward. And that is the saying of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Which means abaqa uh, means to, to run, flee Abd, yani slave. When a slave If a slave flees from his master Then Allah will not accept from him his prayer The meaning here is He doesn't get 
the reward. He doesn't get the reward. But he still has to pray. He still has to pray. Similarly, مَنْ أَتَى عَرَّافًا فَسَأَلُ عَنْ شَيْءٍ لَمْ تُقْبَلْ لَهُ صَلَاةً أَرْبَعِينَ لَيْلَةً Whoever goes to عَرَّافَ يعني a fortune teller. Whoever goes to a fortune teller and asks him something, then his prayer will not be accepted for 40 nights. Does that mean now so he, there's no need for him to pray for 40 nights thereafter? No. The obligation is still there. What it means is for 40 nights, he doesn't get the reward for that prayer that he has to pray. Well, there, it's clear. Huh? Likewise, naam? He has to do it, he has to pray. He has to pray. Likewise, man man sharibal khamar. Lam yaqbal Allahu lahu salah. Hmm? 40 sabahan. Yani for 40 days. Whoever drinks alcohol, Allah will not accept his prayer for 40 days. What does it mean? That the prayer is not accepted at all? The prayer is accepted and the obligation is dropped. The obligation remains and he has to pray. However, he doesn't get the reward. He doesn't get the reward. So here the meaning is La Allah, meaning Allah doesn't accept that prayer. The prayer that gets the complete reward. Yani he doesn't accept it as a prayer that gets complete reward. But rather he accepts the prayer, but it's void of reward for 40 days. Now, likewise, the statement of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, لا تقبل الله صلاة Both of these words have come. بغير طهور وَلَا صَدَقَ مِنْ غُلُولٍ Which shows to us that sadaqah itself, because the scholars say that sadaqah, given sadaqah from money that is haram, that's not accepted. But the hajj that is from money that is haram is accepted. And the salah with a thought that is stolen is accepted. Why is the difference? Firstly, this hadith, and again the scholars they are aware of, yeah, or they gather the many different evidences in a particular matter. And they're able to come to the ruling, correct, or to the correct ruling. And so, here, concerning this hadith, the hadith in topic, إِنَّ اللَّهَ طَيِّبٌ لَا يَقْبَلْ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا So when we're talking about charity, what's the meaning here? Yani la yaqbal, as we mentioned, it can have two meanings. What's the meaning of this within this hadith? Is it Allah doesn't accept completely, or it's void of reward? You understand the question? Because within the hadith, it's general. It doesn't mention sadaqah. It doesn't mention any type of action, any specific action. It just says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is tayyib. Allah is, is pure and He's the pure one. And He doesn't accept except the pure. That which is pure. So there's no mention about sadaqah. 
But my question is, the wording, لا يقبل الله, Allah doesn't accept. We mentioned that لا يقبل الله, this wording can have two meanings. Either the action is not accepted at all, or there is no reward. The, 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 the answer is that it goes back to uh, the other hadith. And whatever is yani, the, uh, uh, the topic in discussion. So if you're talking about sadaqah, then with sadaqah, if you go back to this hadith, لا يقبل الله صلاة الصلاة بغير طهور Allah does not accept salah without tuhur, without tahara, without wudu. And if you go back to the other hadith that we mentioned before, that Allah will not accept the prayer of any 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 of you, either ahdath, if he breaks his wudu, hatta yatawadda. We said that that is uh, the ibtal al-amal. That is the, uh, from the first time, where the action is not accepted. And so this siyak in this hadith, Allah doesn't accept salah without tuhur, wala sadaqa, and it follows directly after this. No charity, min ghulul. Ghulul is the one who steals from the wabuti. Ghulul. However, ghulul is also applied to every type of wealth that is haram and khabith. Naam. And so here, the scholars, they mention that sadaqa, with money that is haram, is not accepted. It's not accepted. And hajj is accepted. Why? Because the sadaqah, the wealth, yani is, is directly connected. That wealth that is haram is direct, directly connected to that worship. Sadaqah. It's with that haram money directly. As for the hajj, then the hajj, that's the ibadah. That's the worship. That's the worship. And the, hara, the, 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 the wealth that he used is haram, yes. However, it, it's not, يعني, he's not worshipping with that money itself. It's the hajj which is the worship. Now, and then the messenger of Allah وسلم, he mentioned, uh, after mentioning, إِنَّ اللَّهَ طَيِّبَ وَلَا يَقْبَلْ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا He mentioned, وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ بِمَا أَمَرَ بَهِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ And Allah commanded the believers with that which He commanded His messengers with. فَقَالَ تَعَالَى And then the messenger of Allah quoted ayat from the Qur'an. And those were the verses, يَا أَيُّهَا الرَّسُولُ كُلُوا مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ وَعْمَلُوا صَالِحَةِ O messengers, eat from the طَيِّبَاتِ from the pure things. وَعْمَلُوا صَالِحَةِ And work righteous actions. And the saying of Allah, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُلُوا مِنْ طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقَنَاكُمْ O you who believe, eat from those pure things that we have provided you with. Now, it's well known, أيُّ الْإِخْوَةِ that the prophets did not eat except from that which is طَيِّب. And so here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commanded the believers to follow the Rusul and the Musaleen in this command the command to eat from the halal from that which is tayyib naam and so upon the believers is to follow the anbiya and the rusul in that matter 
And then the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu thereafter he he mentioned the affair of the one who doesn't comply to that, which was just mentioned. The one who doesn't eat from the pure things, the one who doesn't follow the Mursaleen, and how his action will not be accepted. Now, and he struck the example, and he said, or he mentioned uh, a man, يَطِيلُ safar. A man upon a long journey, يعني a traveler, أشعث, أشعث أغبر. يعني his hair is disheveled, يعني untidy, أغبر, covered with dust. يَمُدُّ يَدَيْهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ He puts out his hands towards the sky, and he says, يَا رَبْ يَا رَبْ my Lord, my Lord, yani making dua. Wamatamuhu haram, and his food is haram. Wamashrabuhu haram, and his drink is haram, that which he drinks is haram. Wamalbasuhu haram, his clothes are haram. Wagudia bil haram, and his nutrition is haram. Fa'anna yustajabu lahu. And so, how uh, will his supplication be answered? And so, here the Messenger of Allah he struck an example. And he mentioned here some of those matters that prevent the dua from being accepted. And there are many things that, uh, that a person may do which prevent his dua from being accepted. Barriers, yani. Barriers. From them is eating haram. Eating haram. Drinking haram, and yani, uh, a person uh, earning and making his earning from that which is haram. And if his earnings are haram, then naturally his food and his drink and his clothing is going to be haram. Likewise, a person who uh, who makes dua, but his uh, heart is ghafil. Yani not present. Heedless. Making dua. Makes dua, but his heart, his heart's not present. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu he said, Ud'u Allah wa antum muqinuna bil ijabah. He said, Make dua to Allah whilst you are sure. Whilst you are sure and have certainty that it will be answered. وَعَلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَسْتَجِيبُ دُعَاءً مِنْ قَلْبِ غَافِلٍ لَاهٍ And know that Allah does not, ex- does not answer the dua of one who is heedless. And, yani his, his, his heart's not present and his mind's not present. Making dua, but it's just words. Isn't it? yani his, his, his heart is, is absent. It's not from the heart. Yani. Likewise, the Messenger of Allah, he said, he said, about the one who says da'ut wa da'ut that I made dua and I made dua wa lam yastajib li and my my, yani my dua wasn't ex- uh, uh, answered and so he leaves making dua so he gives up and again this is from the uh, means that cause a person's dua not to be accepted 
And so in the example given by the Messenger of Allah, the man, he came with one of those barriers that uh, prevent uh, his uh, dua from being accepted. And in this example, in this example, we see five matters, five things, which are means and reasons for a person's dua to be accepted. However, with those things, he came with something which prevents his dua from being accepted. Five matters that the Messenger of Allah mentioned concerning this man, which are from the means of the dua being accepted. The first, Yatil al-Safar. Yatil al-Safar. Yani he's a, he's a musafir. He's a musafir. He's a traveler. And there's coming the hadith. ثلاث دعوات مستجابات لا شك فيهن There are three du'as that are accepted, no doubt. دعوة الوالد لولده The du'a of the father for his son or for his child. It can be a daughter also. دعوة المظلوم The du'a of the one who has been oppressed. Likewise, دعوة المسافر دعوة المسافر Also another hadith where uh, the Messenger of Allah he said, uh, there, there are three thalath, da'wat, three du'as, la tarud, that are not rejected. That imam that is adil, that just imam of the Muslims that makes a du'a. Likewise, uh, as-sa'im, the sa'im, at the time of fitr, when he's breaking his fast. And da'wat al-madloom, likewise in that hadith, the, the, the dua of the one who, is, who has been oppressed. Now, and so, this is the first matter, which is from the means of your dua being accepted. That this man came with this means. Yani, that he was a traveler. And at, a, a, a long journey at that. A long journey, a tale of suffer. A long journey. Because when a person is upon a journey, yani, it's difficult. He's away from his family, away from his people. Hmm? And so, uh, this is the first matter. The second, Ash'ath Akbar. Ash'ath Akbar. Ash'ath, ash'ath uh, refers to the hair being disheveled, untidy. And also the body, the body being uh, dirty. The body being dirty. Akbar is when the, uh, the hair and the body is covered with dust. Covered with dust. Now, and as has come uh, concerning Ahl Arafah, the people of Arafah, when they make Hajj and they stand, Arafah, and, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He boasts to the, to the angels, and He says, Unduru ila ibadi, look to my servants, Atuni, Shu'than, Ghubra. They came to me, Shu'than, Ghubra. And the same two words here. Yeah, and he disheveled hair, unkept, uh, and and the the body dirty, and their clothes and hair full of dust. And anyone who's made the Hajj, anyone who's made the Hajj, at the time you get to Arafah, the haram you got on, mm, dirty, the body, oh, yani yeah, body all, yani yeah, in need of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, uh, yeah, of a good clean. Um, and so here, 
we have the Messenger of Allah mentioning this affair of him being Ash'af Akbar, which is from, uh, again, another means of a dua being accepted and when a person is in this state. The third, the third, I leave this to you guys. He raises his hands to the sky. And this is from the adab of making dua. From the manners of making dua. Ila sama. Ila sama, yani, towards Allah. Towards Allah, because Allah is fis sama. Allah is fis sama. And the sama, ayyul ikhwa, sama refers to everything that is above and high. And high. يعني كلما على فهو السماء. That's what the scholars they mention. The, 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 uh, the scholars of the Arabic language and the scholars of Islam they mention كلما على فهو السماء. Everything that يعني rises and is above, then then it's called السماء. السماء. And so everything that is in the sky and in the heavens and below the arsh, the throne of Allah, is السماء. And everything, or, or that which is above the arsh, is sama. Yani Allah is above the arsh. So that's why, when there has come in the in the hadith about the slave girl, sama, when he was when when she was asked, where is Allah, by the messenger of Allah, when he asked her, where is Allah, she said, sama. He is in sama. Hmm? Yani, we may translate sama as sky. And what may come to your mind is the heavens, that which is created. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not within the creation. He's not within the sky that we see. The heavens, that which is created. Allah is separate from the creation, above the arsh. Above the arsh. And because Allah is above the arsh, then we can say here, fi sama. Because sama means everything that which, everything which is above and raised. Now, And so here, he came with a means of the dua being accepted. And he raises his hands. Now, And as there has come in that hadith where the Messenger of Allah he said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَسْتَحِيِّ إِذَا رَفَعَ إِلَيْهِ الْعَبْدِ يَدَيْهِ أَيَّ رُدَّهُمَا صِفْرًا Allah is shy that his slave raises his hands to him that he sends his hands back, sifra, yani empty, without answering his supplication. Now, so this this is the third matter that he came with. The fourth after that, Ya Rab, he he called Allah with his rububiyya. Yani he made dua with the rububiyya of Allah, that Allah is the Lord, and you use His name, Rab. Ya Rabbi, my Lord. Rububi, the Rububi of Allah, Allah being the Lord, Allah being the creator and the provider and the sustainer. Acknowledge this, acknowledge this and he called Allah by, by, by this name, Rabb. Naam. And so, again here, he uh, came with a matter and a, and, and a means which is from the means of a dua being accepted. And there are many places in the Quran where dua begins with Rabb. Rabbana la tuzik qulubana ba'da id hadaytana. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنًا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنًا رَبَّنَا لَا تُآخِذْنَا إِنَّ سَيْنَا أَوْ أَخْطَعْنَا Many verses in the Qur'an that begin with رَبَّنَا 
That's the fourth. The fifth? When it rains, na'am, that's uh, from the uh, means of the du'a being accepted in the time which uh, a person should make du'a and it's uh, uh, likely that his du'a will be accepted, na'am, but in the, from the hadith itself, ya rab, ya rab, hmm? but then the wording after that is, wa malbusuhu haram, wa matamuhu haram, his food is haram and his drink is haram. Now, but there's another matter. There's another matter. Fifth matter. Which shows to us that he came with the means of the dua being accepted. Can you know it? It's a difficult one. No, no. La, la, la. That latter part there, Ya Rab, Ya Rab, twice. He says, Ya Rab, Ya Rab, this is Ilhah. Ilhah in Arabic, which means, yani he, uh, consistent, yani he's insistent. Insistent, yani. Uh, ya Rab, Ya Rab, yani it's uh, like an urgent request. Hmm? Again, from the means of dua being accepted. Naam. Uh, this takrari, and he repeated, Ya Rab, Ya Rab. Um, so, he came with five matters. Five means, which are from the means of the dua being accepted. But even with all of that, his dua is rejected because his food is haram, and his, his drink is haram, <coughs> and his uh, uh, clothing is haram. Now, the question that comes to mind is, does that mean that the person who eats haram, drinks haram, his provisions are haram, his uh, earnings are haram, that his du'a will never be accepted? And it's impossible? Hmm? He has to make tawbah, no doubt. But let's say he doesn't make the tawbah and he, uh, yeah, and he persists and he doesn't leave that haram and he continues to eat from haram. He has to make tawbah, no doubt. It's a barrier, no doubt. But the question is, is it impossible that his dua will be accepted and answered? Type a dalil proof for that. Huh? Iblis's dua was accepted. So how are you deriving from that? Explain to us. Huh? But I need a proof. I need a proof. Hmm? Now it's possible. It's possible that his dua will still be accepted, because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala may still answer uh, the dua of his servants, even if they have some sins with them. It's a sin. It's a sin that he eats from haram and he earns from that which is haram. However. Allah can accept the du'a of someone and answer the du'a of someone who is sinful. Da'wat al-madhloom, the du'a of the one who is oppressed, even if he is? Huh? Even if he is? Kafir. Even if he's a disbeliever. 
A disbeliever kafir is non-Muslim and he comes with the, with the greatest sin of kufr and shirk. Naaman, the servant who is muttar, muttar, in severe need, even if he's kafir, severe need. And as Allah SWT mentions in the Quran, وَإِذَا رَكَبُوا فِي الْفُلْكِ دَعُوا اللَّهِ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينِ That when they board the ship, they call upon Allah, مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينِ And they're mushrikeen, but then at this point in the, in the, when they're on the, shi- in, in the ship, on the ship, and they want to be delivered from يعني, the, the danger that they're they faced with in the sea, they, they make the religion purely for Allah and they call upon Allah alone. They leave their gods. They leave their gods. And then when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He uh, delivers them, إِذَاهُمْ يُشْرِكُونَ Then when Allah uh, delivers them to the bar, to land, then they make shirk with Allah. And then they, be, they continue to worship others besides Allah. However, نَجَّاهُمْ When they board the ship, they and they they face with this difficulty in the sea. They 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 make the religion purely for Allah. They make du'a to Him, and Allah saves them. He answers their supplication. He answers because they're mutfarin. they're in need. They're in need. So the du'a of the one who, um, uh, uh, his earnings are haram or he eats from haram. He's carried out something which is a means. Uh, of his du'a not being accepted and it's a barrier it's a barrier and he should make tawbah he should make tawbah and he should leave that which is haram however it doesn't mean that his du'a may not يعني, it will not be accepted يعني, in a complete sense it's possible it's possible now suffice with this for this week وفق الله الجميع لما يحب ويرضى وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين